What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of What the Fun Cast. Yes, we're back. A major Marvel movie has come out, and we felt like doing a spoiler cast. Check, check, check. We're here. <laughs> All right. Remember us. I'm Paul. Ahmed's here. Ahmed, Hello. What's going on? Uh, not much. Hello. Hanging in there. <laughs> this is round two. So we started recording, and then, I don't know, Discord said, screw you guys, I'm not going to work, and I don't know, something happened. But we got it, I guess, fixed? I don't know how we fixed it. Uh, um, I kind of just closed it and restarted it, you know, the old... Literally. The old, uh, old Turn it off, turn it back on again. Yeah, exactly. You know, the usual. So, yes. anyway, so we were saying before, and we'll have to say it again now, because you guys have no idea what Take One sounded like, because you haven't heard it, <laughs> uh, but we haven't, uh, we did not do a spoiler cast for Wakanda Forever, we didn't do a spoiler cast for Love and Thunder, um, for a variety of reasons, we're all, you know, both going through some stuff, and whatever, it hasn't been top of mind, and they also weren't, I mean, Wakanda Forever was good, I love uh, Wakanda Thor Forever. Love and Thunder was not particularly good, Correct. so, you know, I think that, <laughs> I think that it wasn't very motivating, um, and it's funny, because you know, I was just thinking about we didn't talk about this in the first take but um i have to look back at the marvel movies because i feel like we went through this oh no not marvel.com that's biased um <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but like in all reality there's been so many movies like here we go okay so this is the start of phase five yeah i mean movies uh, and also four. like shows and stuff that we've like haven't really talked about on here either well i yeah the shows the shows are a mess like it's not not a mess but like I just they're I'm more like, missed than hit, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't watched. I mean, I'm all caught up on the Marvel shows, and actually, no, like She Hulk, Miss Marvel, those were good. I really enjoyed those. I like Miss Marvel um, more are than She Hulk, like, but yeah, yeah, not so spoiler cast worthy. Right? No, no, no. Um, and yeah, but no, they were good. Uh, but if you look at like the last movies here, so Phase Four. Phase really, four was like three movies, and I'm like, what? No, if it, no, no, no. Hold on, up? hold on, hold on. Phase Four is seven movies. There's no way. So, uh, yeah, it's seven movies. So, um, anyway, by the way, this is a spoiler cast for Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, but we'll talk about this stuff first, and then we'll get into Quantumania. Yes. So, I'll warn y'all before we are about to spoil you. I spoiled everyone 55 seconds in before, so this is good. <laughs> um, so, Phase 4 started with Black Widow. Okay. Remember Black Widow? That literally feels like Phase 0. It also um, like doesn't feel like a Phase 4 film, because it was just like a prequel but okay sure it sets up thunderbolts with uh what's his face um hopper from stranger things what the hell is his name oh david harbour david harbour thank you right so right, yeah right. that's what that sets up for but whatever so uh shang chi is in this as well i forgot about shang chi i really liked shang chi that was like one of my favorites yeah i like shang chi a lot eternals still have not watched that movie uh, bad movie obviously it's um fine yeah, I don't know. I need to rewatch it. Uh, Wait, did you watch it? Or wa not? I need to watch it. I need to watch it. Period. Sorry, <laughs> not rewatch it. Watch it. Period. Um, Spider-Man: No Way Home, phenomenal. Yes. Um, Doctor Strange: and Multiverse of Madness, not bad. Thor: Love and Thunder, disappointing. Uh, and then Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was good. Um, and then now this starts Phase Five. So of all those movies, really, did we do a spoiler cast for No Way Home? I feel like we did. We definitely did. That was our last spoiler cast because that's yeah, okay. <laughs> one that's still pinned on our Twitter. And so, in all reality, was Doctor Strange worthy of one? No. I don't think so. I mean, was I, it It was good... worthy of one. Okay, actually, you know what? I feel like at this point we should start spoiling things because I want to talk about these things. Okay, we we're going to start spoiling things. If you're still listening at this point, you are going to get spoiled for not only Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but every Marvel film prior to the release of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Except for that Eternals, includes... but Paul hasn't seen it. <laughs> Except for Eternals, but apparently there's nothing worth spoiling, so it doesn't really matter. So... <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, you're going to get spoiled. So I'm going to give you another seven seconds. Five, four, three, 
two, one. Modox ass is in 4K. Dolby in some cases. IMAX screen for your viewing pleasure or displeasure in this feature film released by Marvel Studios, oh a Kevin God. Feige production. Who greenlit that man? <laughs> Those little handheld cheeks. Um, so wait, they hold really on. are like it. They're like you know. Uh, anyway, sorry. I yeah. we got to go back to the no, yeah, yeah. discussion. I, yeah, I wanted to. I want to go back before I forget um, what we were talking about, which I already forgot what we were talking about. What movie? <laughs> um, we were talking about uh, Multiverse of Madness, and you were yes, like, "I yeah, want to yeah. spoil that okay. right now." So Multiverse of Madness. The more I think about it, the more it annoyed me because, like, <sighs> WandaVision set up her whole arc of like healing and grieving and like going through all this literal steps of grief and like finally coming out on the other side like yeah i probably shouldn't uh, should not have enslaved an entire town to fulfill my weird fantasy of bringing back the love of my life that's not even a human it's an ai um weird story but sure and she has a redemption arc there and then multiverse's madness is like just kidding now she's an insane psychopath like i get that wandavision made her into the scarlet witch but like she like went or backpedaled on all of the progress that she made as a character going through a grieving process. And that like, the more I think about it, the more that annoyed me. So maybe that you're 100% have, right. That would you're have deserved a podcast right. to talk about that specific part. Yeah, you are 100% correct. And it almost makes it feel like WandaVision was for nothing. Right. And yep. WandaVision was, and still is in my opinion, the strongest of the MCU shows. Correct. It is the most unique concept. It was, like it didn't feel rushed. It was the only one with nine episodes. I don't think any of the other ones have had more than six. Um, uh, why do I feel like? No, 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 no. The uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or whatever. I think that one was Captain only six or seven. Falcon. Well, I mean, yeah, technically Falcon Captain Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Yes, you're right. Sorry, I'm scrolling through. Uh, <laughs> we're spoiling everything. We um, uh, I think I did promise that. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're still listening, then you know what, whatever. So, speaking of which, uh, so we talked a little bit. So, this movie has been getting a lot of hate online for one reason or another. So, I was texting one of our friends uh, this morning. Actually, this movie about being Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, yeah. Mm. So, I think that I think <clears throat> so. What I said to one of one of our friends and one of uh, my coworkers as well was, if you go into the movie expecting a Spider-Man No Way Home or a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or a Infinity War like type where you're going to get a lot of cameos, you're going to get a lot of like multiversal jumps and stuff like that, right? Like that's I think that's where Doctor Strange fell flat where there was so much hype around holy shit, it's going to be No Way Home levels of big cameos and mm. big appearances by characters that we haven't heard anything about yet um that it was like it got in its own way. Yeah. And I think that with this being the intro of Kang, the start of the Kang dynasty, so to speak, and everything else, people are like, holy shit, it's going to be huge. You know, they're going to bring back this person or whoever, right? Like something major is going to happen. And that major thing never happened. But if you go and expecting an Ant-Man movie where you've got Paul Rudd humor, you've got Michael Douglas humor, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, who am I missing? Hope? That is Michelle Pfeiffer. Or, right. uh, Evangeline Lilly. Wait, is it Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer? It is Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I know that definitely. Yeah, eventually, um, and then the actress that plays uh, Cassie. Cassie, right? Yeah. So it's like I'll, Catherine I'll look or something. Her up I don't know. Um, <laughs> Catherine, Cassandra, Kathy, <laughs> possibly Cassie. Uh, I would agree for the most part, but I guess like Catherine I feel like a, Newton. Catherine. Oh, see, I was right. Um, you were right. 
I wouldn't say that like a measure of a good Marvel movie is like the amount of the like cameos or how big it is. Like I liked No Way Home, obviously like the cameos in that kind of made the movie, but at the same time it would like it worked with the story that was being told of like just sacrifice and responsibility and whatever and like you know owning your shitty terrible mistakes trying to get into college <laughs> like really when you think about it all of that happened because he was trying to get into college <laughs> what a mess i'm telling you um, getting into college and getting a full-time job are like two of the hardest things to do in life it really is um so that being said like the because a movie like the early like captain america the winter soldier for example or or black panther like black panther had no big cameos or big anything but those were like two top tier marvel movies to, because they tell like a really good character driven story. And I think while yes, I did enjoy this one for the most part, Quantumania, um, it did feel like a filler episode in the overall MCU canon because it is just like Jonathan Majors as Kang was the star of the show and everyone else wasn't up to his level. Like, it's clear that he is the one that is going to continue on. And, like, obviously it says Kang will return at the end. Didn't say Ant-Man will return, so I don't know if we're ever going to see Paul Rudd again. Um, I'm assuming we'll see Cassie Lang in some capacity because she, that kind of sets her Would up, she too. Be, yeah, is she, like, Young Avengers? Is that, does she fall into that? I'd imagine, like, I that think was so. where my immediate thought went to. That's my, Especially that's my, now she has a suit, right? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like we have um, Hawkeye's daughter and we have her now and then we have... Who else? Who am I missing? Uh, Miss Marvel, I guess. Kids. Wanda's kids. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Um, yes. Yeah. I'll have to look up who the. Well, we can look into that later. But, yeah. um, but so what's interesting though? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh no, I was just gonna say like I think there wasn't too much in the way of character development for the actual Ant Man. Like it wasn't an Ant Man movie so much as it was a Kang movie. But you don't get to see as much of Kang. So like I think that's where all the the hate comes from, and people were like, oh, it's it's a boring movie and like i think it's still fun enough like there's enough little gags here and there but i don't think it's gonna survive multiple rewatches like i'm not dying to go back and see it again i'm just like that was fun it's a solid let like, me ask you six out of ten, how many times say. how many times have you rewatched ant-man or ant-man and the wasp uh both at least twice i guess in our like rewatches but not like individually like as a part right. of the whole thing. exactly yeah exactly are, do you ever sit down and you're like oh, i'm gonna watch an mcu movie ant-man is what i'm gonna watch <laughs> yeah like, no they, they are kind of all like you know our friend when we after we walked out of the theater yesterday he was saying like he doesn't really have a, a niche like who is this character catering to like it's not a children's <clears throat> character in the way spider-man is and it's not like a superman character in the way that captain america is like is his niece just like dads i guess i don't know yeah um it's just like it's an interesting like he has an interesting sense of humor and i i think i enjoy it but yeah you're right i'm never gonna sit down and be like i'm gonna go watch an ant-man movie whereas no. i would surely sit down and rewatch like any of the spider-mans uh the captain america trilogy yeah i don't know but you have to remember too we're at that point in the mcu we're on phase five now right yeah so you look at all the characters we've visited met and left right and like the i mean you think about it right iron man was the first movie iron man presumably being probably the most popular mm -hmm. captain america thor being the next you know all three of them being the most popular that was all phase one 
Then you had the Avengers reintroduce Black Widow and you introduce Hawkeye. Um, and then Hulk is in there as well with that mess of like Incredible Hulk, regular Hulk, you know, whatever, all that stuff and changing actors and all that stuff. So kind of some noise around him. And then in phase two, you've got Iron Man 3, which wasn't a great movie, but not a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Thor of the Dark World, which, uh, and that was yeah, bad too. yeah, Thor of the Dark World is pretty bad. But as right. we discussed three takes ago or two <laughs> takes or one take ago, uh, this episode's <laughs> cursed, by the way. So if, uh, if it doesn't make it, then, you know, it was because we tried 17 times. Thor of the Dark World <laughs> introduced the whole idea of the reality stone and the ether and the dark elves and all that stuff. Um, still not a good movie, but it, you know, whatever. We'll call it a setup movie for all intents and purposes. Yeah, uh, a filler, ca- a filler, a filler episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Like that one. You never watched Breaking Bad, did you? Uh, no. Yeah, trash can stand over here. Yeah, it's on the list. The list that's never going to get watched. It's there's an episode. list. There's an episode that revolves entirely around a fly. Like a fly comes into like the cooking facility without giving any details away, mm-hmm. and like literally the entire episode is Walter and Jesse trying to kill this fly. Because um, it can obviously contaminate the batch and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. I don't know, dr- drug stuff. Um, or whatever, crystal meth stuff. <laughs> drug uh, stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, that's that's that. So, Captain America Winter Soldier, really good, right? Then Guardians of the Galaxy, fantastic. Uh, Age of Ultron, we were talking about this before, but, like, it's, you know, not a terrible movie, not a great movie, but it passes the rewatch test where you can rewatch it, and you're like, oh, okay, that was enjoyable. And then, you know, we got the introduction of... Um, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, and then Quicksilver for all of, like, four seconds. Um, so that was... Yeah, I kind of forgot about Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, and then he comes back in WandaVision, um, and you're like, oh, okay, he's alive. And it's like, nope, it's all manifestation yeah. of... All a ruse. Yeah, a distraction, if you will. <laughs> um, so then Ant-Man 1 rounds out the Phase 2 piece, which... It's interesting because it seems it seems that they keep using Ant Man to like bridge these gaps. Like Ant Man and the Wasp was the first movie after Infinity War, uh, which Infinity War shook people up and everybody was like, "Oh my God, what's Endgame going to be or what's the next one going to be?" And then it's like, "Oh hey, come watch Ant Man and the Wasp," and it's like, "What?" Yeah. And then you know, which I really liked Ant Man and the Wasp. But looking back, I think that was a really good movie. Um, I like looking back on my ratings specifically. Like I ranked it higher than the original. Oh yeah, for I. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember Ant Man and the Wasp that much. Like, I, like I remember the, enjoying the Ghost. It. Ghost. Yeah, I remember Ghost. Like, yeah. And Ghost was a really good villain. And then once again, another villain that was like, you know, we have all these villains that don't. Let me take Has, that. Has like staying power. Like, yeah, I was gonna Loki. say that like don't that don't survive like more than one movie. But then you have yeah. like Loki who's gotten his own series and like, but he's like good cop bad cop. You know who knows what he is, whatever. Yeah, um, much bigger role yeah. in the whole universe. You know what I just realized? They don't have um I'm looking at the the uh what do you call it? Cast list. Mm. Um Lewis. Remember that Lewis, he oh, was like yeah. the comedic relief. He wasn't in Quantumania. I don't even was he in Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, he yeah, he was, because I'm looking at the cast list for Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh interesting. I guess when you think about it for Quantumania, he wasn't like out in the real world except for that one street and the Baskin Robbins. Like, yeah. those, yeah. like, scenes, it was, like, the same street all three times that you're there or whatever. And then the rest yeah. of it is, like, in the jail or in the lab or in the quantum realm. It was very, yeah, it was very, Very whatever. limited set pieces. Yeah. So, I guess. A, a, yeah. Cheap, a cheap one to make, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, the point that uh, I was going to go through here, so that's phase two. Phase three starts with Civil War, which I was just saying we were just watching uh, earlier today. And what 
you know, that's the introduction of Black Panther, it, the reintroduction or the introduction to everyone else of Ant-Man. Um, and then you've got Spider-Man is in there, which obviously that's the first introduction of him as well. So, and you have this camaraderie between all these characters that I just don't feel that you have anymore in the MCU with some of these newer characters. Not to say that it can't happen or won't happen, but it just feels like that's where Phase 4 has fallen a little flat. So either way, I'll run through these because I want to get into some discussion about the actual movie because I know we've talked a lot about the MCU and kind of where it is today. Um, but Phase 3, just to jog your memory, Civil War starts it off, Doctor Strange 1, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and then Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home rounds out Phase 3 and the Infinity Saga as a whole, So, which is pretty crazy. Um, because yeah, I, that's a stacked phase, right? So that's like the, I don't know that we'll get another phase like that. I mean, I guess, no, I don't think we're getting another phase yeah. like that. I take it back <laughs> looking at the phase five and phase six movies. I'm like, yeah, no, they're not, they're not going to be the same. So, um, anyway, so let's move into phase four and five and then let's start talking about Ant-Man. So it's just so crazy. Cause like the, the, the phases, though, the amount of movies might be similar, the, time in which the phases take place like over the like real time years is wild because it's like i feel like we just started phase five and it's like okay phase six is coming in like 2024 and i'm like huh what right so it's funny you say that so phase one was from 2008 to 2012 so it's four years mm -hmm. phase two is 23 to 2015 so it's two years uh phase three is 2016 to 2019 so about three years as well phase four now, we also have to keep in mind that Phase 4 kind of got screwed up because of COVID. So mm. it's 2021 to 2022, technically. It should have been 2020 to 2020-whatever, right? So maybe it would have been three years. But then right, Phase right. 5 is literally one singular year, right? 2023 yeah. to 2024. And then Phase 6 is 2024 to 2026. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. But anyway, so Phase 4... I'll run through these real quick, and I can't, you know, like I said, we've done multiple takes at this point. So if this is regurgitation of content from the first 12 minutes of the episode, I apologize. Um, <laughs> blame Black Discord. Widow, yeah, blame Discord. Now we're on Google Hangouts. So if Google or Google Meet. If Google Meet fails us, then this episode wasn't meant to happen. Um, <laughs> phase 4, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumedia is the start of Phase 5. So you look at Phase four, really the big new ones there. Shang-Chi is brand new. Eternals is brand new. And that's it. The rest are sequels, right? Um, aside from Black Widow, which we know we know of Black Widow, and that's her first standalone movie. Okay, great. We know who Black Widow is. That's set up for Thunderbolts. Um Yeah, so moving into let's move into Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, and then we can talk about the uh, the future of the MCU as it exists today. Uh so I pulled up the top 10 biggest spoilers for Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, which is, I think, a good starting point. Um, we talked yeah. about MODOK's ass, which is not on this list, I don't think. So um, I don't think that's there. But So number 10 is that Kang has already destroyed multiple timelines. So we see Kang in a similar fashion as Thanos, where stuff is... He, like, this character's already done things, right? So I don't know... I don't know how critical it's going to be to, like, the, I don't know, the MCU at large necessarily. Because, like, Thanos destroyed all these planets, I think including Xandar. But, like, there's no real repercussion to that. It's like, oh, I destroyed Xandar. Oh, okay, great. Move on to the events of Infinity yeah. War. Yeah, I mean, game, right? we barely even see the repercussions of, like, what happened in Infinity War. Like, the like 
there's very limited glimpses into like I don't know. In, in Quantum Mania, they actually talk about she's like those the homeless people from like that came back after the snap. It's not their fault that they were like that they were you know dusted or whatever. Right. But you barely get to see. I don't know. It's just like lightly touched upon, and it's like never the focus of any of the stories, which is I don't know. But they, you I know digress. what I do? I do appreciate though that they do at least mention it. Yeah. Because it's not like they're ignorant to like, okay, that happened and we've moved on since then. Like they yeah. talked about the blip in Far From Home. They talked about the blip in um, Captain Marvel or not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. They they talked about uh, one of the yeah. shows. I forget which one, but I, either I way, I want to say Miss Marvel. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this information. So obviously we know, and this comes from Screen Rant, by the way. Uh, so thank mm. you, Screen Rant. Um, but uh, Janet Van Dyne obviously helps Kang fix his ship and then destroys it or destroys the core, all that stuff. But she, because she saw that, you know, Kang wanted to come back and win or whatever along those yeah. lines, right? So, so I'm curious if he was exiled because he wasn't trying to, like, he was trying to stop the other Kangs. I mean, that's basically what he said in the movie, but like. Was this like the good Kang or is this the same Kang we saw in Loki? Is it a different one? I have no idea. So I think it's a different one than we saw in Loki. So number nine is Kang was exiled mm-hmm. to the quantum realm by his variants, right? Which is interesting because obviously the after credit scene is with Kang, um, well, like, all these different variants of, of Kang. Yeah, which I thought was very strange. It's like it's weird scene on screen. It's like I think it's one of those things that will make more sense as time goes on mm-hmm. and we get into this whole multiverse mess whatever it is um but it's very interesting to see uh so the council of kangs were the ones that banished him um and then he mentions a number of times in the movie that if you kill me the worst the worst will come or, or something worse will come yeah which is which presumably is the direct the, setup the theater for of kangs yeah avengers kang dynasty is it is it is what it's called right uh yes, but yeah. that's not coming out until like after Fantastic Four. So that's coming out in twenty twenty five. So hmm. it's one of those things where okay, we have two full years between now and then. Like, are we just not going to talk about Kang? Because then obviously the end end or not the sorry the end credit scene past the mid credit scene is pretty much a snippet from Loki season two. Yeah, I was just gonna say we have Loki season two, so that'll right. I'm presumably set up more as well. More, more, more Kang shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that shows Owen Wilson's character. His name escapes me. Um, and yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I see him, I always want to be like Kachow, but obviously that's not his name. So <laughs> it's Lightning um, McQueen. Actually, it's Lightning McQueen. Yeah. So Lightning McQueen and Loki are sitting in the audience, and they see this whatever this other variant of Kang on stage as Victor Lovely or whatever that was. Um, yeah. So it's like that. very, it's very interesting. So. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, so he was exiled to the quantum realm by his variants is number nine. Number eight, Janet Van Dyne imprisoned Kang inside the quantum realm, which we know because she made the core gigantic and then, you know, all the people hate her. Mm-hmm. Um, Krylar betrayed the freedom fighters and helped Kang the Conqueror. So the whole thing with Bill Murray as Krylar, I, I don't understand what the impact So I think he was... was. He was, uh, like, they went to go see him so she could ask him for a favor, but then he ended up, like, turning her in. Yeah, but still, I don't, like, there was no point, I don't know, I I didn't see a point to him existing, but that's... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it was just, like, kind of to start the backstory of her, like, having been this, like, freedom fighter or whatever, 
but then i don't know it was like just teaming yeah. that up yeah it's so it, it's very i don't know it's interesting so either way let me i guess i'll run through these last six pieces and then we can kind of give thoughts on the overall because a lot of these lead right into one another yeah um the whole multiversal variants or living probabilities piece where like there was a thousand ant-mans on the screen helping including yeah. the baskin robbins ant-man um that was interesting uh modok helps defeat kang and then also dies um <laughs> that part where he's like laying he's like i'm such a dick <laughs> he <laughs> that was, says it that was probably like, like the funniest line of the movie yeah he uh yeah it was it was it was something it sure um, was. <laughs> it was something. So Wasp apparently apparently kills Kane the Conqueror, which obviously we know, and we just talked about that variant, um, dies presumably in that moment or is trapped in whatever that thing is. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we don't see a body. If you don't see a body, I don't trust it. We saw a body of Loki, and then now we have a whole two seasons of him. So Okay. Which has True. a different variant, but I know. <laughs> but um, every hero survives the events of Quantumania. This was the most surprising thing to me um oh actually this is going in somewhat of an order i guess kind of um not really but every hero survives the events of quantum media i thought that hank pym was going to get killed off um because it seems like the most logical like gut punching character to kill off yeah but you know the ship crashed and he's like oh i'm cool here's some ants so <laughs> honestly i forgot forgot all about the ants like completely until the very end when they came i was like oh yeah remember that little plot line when you discovered that the ants built their own society which like yeah in the in the context of an ant-man movie like sure they're they are silly but like come on <laughs> what the ants spent a thousand years developing their own like so, world <laughs> i'll say this publicly because i feel like it needs to be said it's very yeah. interesting watching like because the trailer is all over the place it's on the main page of the Vizio. um whatever like the visual interface like it's one of the ads yeah. yeah smartcast it's always on one of those ads it's all over facebook it's all over twitter it's all over instagram they're advertising the hell out of this movie mm. and if you look at the quotes from some of these outlets it's like embrace the weirdness um bedazzling a spectacle like if you just say the most random obscure shit disney's like someone at disney or someone at marvel whatever is looking at them like oh yeah this, like, is good, this is a good this is a good thing this is a good thing right it's very quotable right um, so I don't know. I just, I feel like there's an opportunity there and a lot of people seize it. So good on them, I guess, if you want to get quoted with bad opinions or wrong opinions, but, um, you know, anyways, that whatever. So number two is Kang's defeat awakens the council of Kangs, which, um, obviously now this is an even bigger threat and they went through, you know, we got to act and all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then last but not least is Loki finds Kang's variant Victor timely, um oh wait let's see do oh mobius his name is mobius yeah um, there it is on earth victor time is located by none other than tom hilson's loki and owen wilson's mobius m mobius is that his real name um who appear to be tracking down any kang variant that they find after he who remains is death in marvel comics victor timely is a kang variant who becomes a successful scientist and businessman uh the upcoming loki season two may pit loki against this version of kang who may be backed up by the Council of Kangs. So what I don't get about the Council of Kangs being, like, awakened, so to speak, is he was Didn't exiled. Didn't they exile his ass? Yeah, right? exactly. Like, he was exiled. What like, was why he going to do? Care? Like, why were they, A, not doing what they were going to do when he was exiled? And, B, like, why were they waiting until he was exiled to be like, oh, now we have to do shit? Like, what happened? So it makes me think that, like, the Time Variance Authority comes back into play, where maybe, like, the Council of Kangs is, like, the TVA in another 
timeline of like all the timelines i guess i don't understand it yeah I, th- so this is where things get really weird so i mean overall it wasn't a bad movie i think there's a lot of shit that's confusing um yeah. which this is like, like one of those times where i want to like look at the comics and like look at somebody who summarizes the comics of like how this makes sense yeah um to at least see if they'll follow the comics or not um the thing know. so what's funny what's interesting to me is that this whole episode we're this is a ant-man and the wasp quantumania spoiler cast and we've talked about everything surrounding it like where it fits into contextually in mcu and when we're talking about the movie we're only talking about kang and we're barely talking about ant-man but i think that's the point right because yeah. like and i think you even said this that the characters had no major character development it was yeah. literally like a setup for kang it was literally which, telling Ant, telling yeah, uh, Scott Lang to be a good person and help others. <laughs> like that was the his character arc. He didn't learn right. that in the first two movies to be a good right. person. And Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, right, like that was his. Guess, when you think about it, like that was his whole thing. Was his daughter being like, you have to help people even if it's not directly affecting you. Right. And that was the learning. That's the the lesson learned there, which like. I don't know. I guess if the target audience is like preteens, sure, and like just children, yeah, that's a good message to pass along. But then it doesn't. I'm not sure what the target audience is because like they're all saying things like "Don't be such a dick," and I'm like, is that? We're talking about holes. Oh, yeah, and like I was like, he's like, how many like, holes do you have? And right? then you know, it's like, mommy, daddy, what's a hole? Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> God, I don't know. like it. Feel like the the humor was very mature. I guess for for an MCU movie, well, uh, no, it's probably not the most, but whatever. You get what I mean. It, it it's was like, it so. Was, it's interesting. It was, no, 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 no. What you said is valid. It was very mature in the sense that it was like very sexual innuendo esque, right? Yeah. So, but then there's like no, the actual content of the story isn't a very mature story. It's like, I don't know. I think I think that they must have had a hard time figuring out how to introduce Kang and the fact that Ant-Man and the Wasp showed that uh, it was, it was, uh, it was Janet that came back in Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? That was towards the end. She came back um, and, you know, she was like Uh, out of the quantum realm or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So it seems to have fit nicely in that regard. And then they're like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, here's Kang and whatever. But I think that the marketing is like, hey, here's the setup for, like, the next big movie, Avengers The Kang Dynasty, right? Yeah, it's um, just and, a, a stepping stone. Yeah, so in in the sense, I don't get me wrong, I think that thinking more about it, of all three Ant-Man movies, this is probably the least of an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. But if you go into it expecting, like, an Ant-Man movie with, like, some setup, like, this is like the Thor The Dark World of the three Ant-Man movies. Where yeah. you're introducing Kang, you're setting it up. Um, so is it like a horrible movie? No, I think it's getting like a bad rap for. I guess I understand now that we've talked through it more. I'm understanding why it got such a bad rap or is getting yeah. such a bad rap. But at the same time, like it wasn't terrible. Like I was, and this is gonna sound. I'm spitting all these random thoughts, but <laughs> when we we're when I was sitting in Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Media, I had that same feeling that I had during Thor: Love and Thunder. Where I was like, okay, they're like going on this adventure. It doesn't really make sense, but it's like they're going here. And it's like right from the get-go, they're in a new setting, right? And yeah. that new setting is something dramatically different than they've been in before. And it's like, how do they interact with it? And it's like pretty shittily, right? Like it's yeah. 
it's not like uh it's not like oh my god we're in wakanda holy jesus like it's like this big spectacle it, it was yeah. like hey we're in the quantum realm it almost felt like I was like, "Oh, this is basically like I haven't seen Strange World yet," but I'm like, "I was going like, to say Strange it. World is like." Yes, <laughs> it was like live action Strange World, where it's like you've yeah. got these weird monsters, you've got this like weird stuff, and then um, even the the red blob thing with the ooze, like yeah, it's like splat in Strange World. Strange World's another one that is like they just, I feel like whoever edited it, just edited either too much or the wrong pieces. So, but that's that's another. That's another story. For another spoiler cast, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not um, doing a spoiler cast for Strange World. It's not, it's not worthy of it, but yeah. Damn. Um, One day I'll watch it. It was enjoyable. I don't I know. I still need to I watch Turning I watch Red. Buzz Lightyear. And, and yeah, Lightyear. Anyways, I'm really... What, maybe what today I'll... What was the one that you said? Uh, Turning Red. I haven't seen that one either yet. Oh, my God. Turning Red was good. I enjoyed I know, Turning I know. Red. I need to watch. And I still need to rewatch Encanto, because like the first time I watched it, it was not like a good viewing, and I feel like I didn't really if you were to give quiz, it... If you were to quiz Lauren and I on Encanto... We would probably get the same results as a family with three children that have it on repeat nonstop. <laughs> like Jesus. we have that movie on all the time. It's like it's it for me. It hit that same chord like Frozen did years ago, where it's like, holy shit, this is really good. Yeah, like, you definitely need to rewatch Encanto. I, I really should because like my first watch, I was like, this is fine. I didn't, but then I saw everyone getting so hyped. I'm like, did I miss something? Maybe I did because like yeah. I don't know, we're getting off the rails now, but anyway. Yeah, we're, so. we're way off the rails. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. so Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania, not a bad movie. But And what's interesting is if you look at the setup aspect, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is next. I don't think there's going to be any setup for any Kang yeah. or anything like that, right? That that's is its own be, That's going to be film. farewell to the Guardians, and they probably won't yeah. come back for five years. Well, wait, on that note, is this a farewell to Ant-Man? Because at the end of the credits, it just said Kang will return. It never said Ant-Man will return. Uh, is this contract up? Is this is he, are we done with them? Like, is that why they didn't kill them off? Because they're just done anyway. Let's see, Paul Rudd contract. Because <laughs> is Quantum Mania the last film on Paul Rudd's Marvel contract? What we know. Um, mm, 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 mm. Ant Man becomes first Avenger to meet Kang in the MCU, leaving some doubt as to whether the beloved hero will survive his encounter. This obviously came out before. Uh, oh, they're talking about like if he dies. No. We know that he doesn't, but... Hold on. Marvel's new approach to contracts makes Paul Rudd's future hard to predict. Um, oh, like he might come back later on. Paul Rudd had a five-film deal. He's uh, definitely been in five now. Civil War, yeah. all three Ant-Mans, and... Following the conclusion of the Infinity Saga, Marvel Studios appears to have loosened its grip around its cast, developing shorter contracts that require a far smaller commitment and are therefore much less intimidating for actors to sign. Um, apparently because Sebastian Stan signed a nine-film contract. Jesus. I mean, good uh, for him, but... Yeah, good for him. Sebastian money. Uh, <laughs> while the shake-up, blah, 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 makes it difficult to determine Ant-Man's future in the franchise, Paul Rudd evidently reaches the end of his initial agreement because the shorter the contracts make it much easier for actors to extend their tenure uh, without fear of locking themselves in for a nine into nine-film commitments. Could easily sign for a far shorter deal. Uh, this would allow him to appear... In titles like Avengers: The Kang Dynasty and Avengers: Secret Wars, despite these films not being included in his initial agreement, um, which obviously we know he didn't die. I just I'm wondering like we're still titling those movies Avengers. This is another tangent, um, and sorry the people are I don't know slamming garbage in the alleyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, who are the Avengers in the in those movies anymore? Like. Is it going to be the Young Avengers, and they're just not calling it Young Avengers? 
is it going to be one of those things where the name changes eventually? Because, like, we have had name changes in the past from, like, what they were announced as to what they end up being. But who are the Avengers? so. (laughs) So it's funny. If you look at... So this is very interesting. Like, we don't have Uh, Iron Man. I just searched up Avengers the Kang Dynasty, right? Yeah. And you get exactly who you would kind of think. So, uh, where is this even being pulled from? Like, Black Widow's dead. Captain America's old. Iron Man's dead. So you have Thor. And I guess... So here, I'll I'll give you... Bruce Banner, maybe? Yeah, I'll give you what Google says. Which, I don't know if Google's pulling it from IMDB or not. Um, I think it is. Uh, let's see here. Is Shuri's Black Majors, Panther an Avenger? I don't know. Jonathan Majors, Catherine yeah. Newton, who is uh Paul Rudd's daughter or uh Ant Girl, I guess. Ant Girl. I don't know. Uh, Paul Rudd, Chris Hemsworth, Brie Larson, Anthony Mackie, Simu Liu, Benedict Cumberbatch, Mark oh, Ruffalo. Guess, yeah, Anthony Mackie is the new Captain America. That's right. All right. Um, is this this the girl that plays America in? Yeah, she plays America in Doctor Strange. How do you pronounce her name? I don't know. What's Sochito her name? Sochil Gomez. X-O-C-H. Oh, Sochil. Sochil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. You made fun of me last time about that. <laughs> Did um, I? I don't remember. Dominique Thorne, which I'm pretty sure is uh, oh. Ironheart. Yes. Yeah. Iman Volani, who I think is... That's uh, Oh, Marvel. that's uh, Miss Marvel, yes. And then yeah. Benedict Wong are the ones that are listed here. Now, is there any credence to this? No, I don't think so. Uh, are these listed like, it, an, a, like IMDb, like cast list, or...? It's it comes up when you Google it. I think it's pulling from IMDb, but then IMDb's list is far shorter and includes Jeremy Renner, who we know that Jeremy Renner obviously got hurt in that snowplow oh, yeah. accident, and he's like, in he really likely shape. won't make like a full recovery. If we're being yeah, which is completely honest, really which is sad. awful. Yeah, even though he made those terrible music songs or songs, <laughs> music or, songs, oh, whatever you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's what Avenger in the Kang Dynasty is an Avengers team up. Yeah, they're all. I mean, I guess I am like we're with the first Avengers. We had it was like the there was four like introduction movies, and then the Avengers had the team up, and it was like it was cool because each story was like new. But now, like the introduction of all the new characters, I guess they're not getting their own shows except for like maybe Miss Marvel. Like everything is kind of piggybacking. Like Catherine Newton's, like you know, uh, Cassie Lang, um, was introduced in the Ant Man movie. Uh, Hawkeye's daughter was introduced in the Hawkeye series, like not in her own series. So I guess it feels disjointed because it feels like these are just side characters in like a bigger story to the characters that we're used to. But it won't be until we see them team up in like the upcoming like Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars movies that you'll feel that cohesion that you feel like we're missing in terms of like the camaraderie that you were talking about earlier. Right. So maybe that's what we just need to be patient, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) This, this, there's a games radar article that is, I don't know. All like whenever people theorize about what could be, it's like, it's overwhelming. (laughs) It's kind of like a waste of time because it's like, you know, it's whatever. But, um, it's interesting because there's a quote in here about uh, from Kevin Feige. So Marvel boss Kevin Feige confirmed Avengers The Kang Dynasty release date at Marvel's 2022 San Diego Comic-Con panel um, for May 5th, 2025, and then Secret Wars May 1st, 2026. Why such a long wait between Avengers Endgame and Kang Dynasty? He said, when we were doing Phase 1, 2, and 3, there were fewer projects over more years. 
Uh, they were smaller and individual character stories, and it felt appropriate at that point that after every two or three years that it took for a phase, we would do an Avengers film. As phases four, five, and six were coming together, there are more projects in less years because of all the amazing stuff we're allow now allowed to do on Disney+, Plus and getting characters from Fox like Fantastic Four and Deadpool, that it felt like certainly after Infinity War and Endgame that we thought Avengers movies aren't cappers. Oh, cappers to the phases, I see. Yeah. Uh, rather than end with Avengers movies, uh, Marvel Phase 4 concludes with Wakanda Forever. Phase 5 concludes with Thunderbolts. So what do we have coming up next in the slate? I know the next release is Guardians 3. Guardians and 3, then, the Marvels. Uh, the Marvels was just pushed back from like May to November yeah. or something. And there's a new poster, um, teaser poster for the Marvels that is out. Wait, so when uh, was Guardians 3 supposed to come out? If if the Marvels was in May, was Guardians 3 for March? No. No, I think Guardians 3 was going to be... Remember when Guardians 3 got put on hold because Disney exiled James Gunn? I remember. Remember that? Release. Guardians 3. Is scheduled. The film was previously set for May 1st, 2020, before it was dropped from that date. Oh, it's probably uh, coming out uh, May 5th. I keep forgetting Vin Diesel's group, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the Marvels, then Captain America New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. Thunderbolts, July 26th, 2024. And then Blade, September 6, 2024. Ooh. I forgot about Blade. Yeah. And That'd then Phase really 6 is Deadpool 3, um, November 8, 2024. Fantastic 4, February 14, 2025. Happy, uh, happy Valentine's Day. <clears throat> um, Avengers The Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. Avengers Secret Wars, May 1st, 2026. Which you have to think that there's going to be other movies in there, but that's just what's announced today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Armor Wars is TBA, and the Shang-Chi sequel is TBA, but we know that they're in development. There's oh, and then that's not even showing this, the, oh my gosh, that's not even showing the um, TV shows, because there's Secret Wars, or not Secret Wars, yeah, Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars, which is the um, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Nick Fury, and the Kree. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely? Hold on a second. Armor Wars. I know what the Kree is. Yeah, they they go through, and uh, there's a trailer for it. We saw it at D23. Yeah. Which also, speaking of trailers, they debuted the trailer for, uh, or like a teaser trailer for Elemental in front of Ant-Man. Did you see that in your theater? Yes. Um, I think that was out beforehand. I'm so excited for that movie. Was it um, out beforehand? I don't remember. I was like, this is the first time seeing this. Yeah, I think it came out. Yeah, it came out November 17th, 2022. Oh, anyways, never mind. Um, I think, yeah. What the new trailer was, was the, the Guardians trailer debuted at the Super Bowl. Um, and I had yes. not watched it, and I watched it for the first time in the theaters, and I was very excited and happy that I did that because I am so excited for that movie. Yes. And if Rocket Raccoon dies, I will also die. So. <laughs> Well, rest in peace to Paul. There is so many rumors that Rocket's going to die. But I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, I don't know anything. I don't know how the comics play out, so we'll find I mean, out together. I think I think that they've done so much to stray away from the comics that I don't know. Let me see. Yeah. All the clues that Rocket Raccoon dies in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, okay, I'm not reading this. <laughs> <laughs> you're like if rock raccoon dies i die and then immediately looks up thinks to affirm this belief i know anyways here nice. we go rocket raccoon is killed within one of the marvel one run of marvel comics taking place in the first issue of secret wars 
mm. but then that wouldn't make sense. So, so anyway. then maybe he survives in Guardians Three, but then dies in and Secret then, Wars. And then they, and then they, yeah, then they gut wrench me. Yeah. Um, he already died so. once. It's fine. He'll survive. Survive. Um, yeah. So overall, movie wasn't terrible. Yes. Um, final final rating out of ten. What do you say? I say it's like a solid six or seven. I was like, gonna say not, six. Yeah, it's not. Like like it's at a it's at the it's the lowest movie on Rotten Tomatoes and of course you know like lower than uh, Eternals now. Um, I don't know if it's lower than Eternals. Let's see. But you bet your ass that uh, what's it called? Inside the Magic is like second rotten movie for for Marvel in <laughs> yep. twenty five years. It's like yeah, it's no. Uh, oh man, I think what do you fine. think? What do you think? What's what's higher, Quantum Mania or Eternals? Quantum Mania, by one percent. Damn. 48% versus 47% for Eternals. Wow. I honestly didn't think Eternals was that bad. Like I have to watch that. I it's... watched it and I like I was like well that that was okay, I think. Like I think I enjoyed watching it. I did I wasn't like bored, but it is a, it is a very long and uh long movie and it's a very different tone than most MCU movies. It's very like drawn out and it can I see it can get boring. Yeah. There's so bit. many movies that I want to watch. Yeah. So there really is. All right. Endless, well, endless amount. Was that your phone ringing? It is my phone ringing. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, "What's going on?" But yeah, um, I think that is about it for this for this episode. That is essentially turned into a Marvel review. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. I'm not watching. Just listening. We're not <laughs> streaming this one on Twitch. Um, but hopefully this spells the return of more regular podcast episodes in some cadence to be yes. determined uh, because we do miss this. And I feel like this was what kept me on my toes and like aware of everything that was going on. And now I'm like, I don't know what's happening anymore in terms of video games or movies or anything. So yeah, we, have to, we have to me. talk about it and figure out what uh, I think. I think if we do just more off the cuff stuff, I think that's what we're really good at. And I think that's what people enjoy more than uh than uh, the the news that we would write on the on the chalkboards at Rutgers. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, Ahmed and I need to talk about that more to come. So anyway, yes. this was really fun, and I'm glad that we were able to do it. So yes. hopefully, y'all enjoy Ahmed and the Wasp Quantumania, and hopefully, y'all enjoyed listening to us banter about everything but. So <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm really so. glad that we were able to actually get this out the door because Discord yeah. really was trying to play us. No thanks um, to Discord, yeah. assholes. <laughs> All right, so. this is Paul and Ahmed with What the Fun Cast. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, spoiler cast edition. Signing off. And the future of the MCU. <laughs> and the future of the MCU. All right. Yes. Peace out. Peace. Peace.